Welcome to the dynamic world of field medical. And the question is, are you a driver or passenger? So I want to thank everybody for joining us in this first podcast of 2020 for field medical. And I will be joined on this call by two colleagues, by Donna Holder and Ralph Ruers, which we will formally introduce in just a minute. I also would like to give you our disclaimer and that the opinions expressed in this podcast are of the individual presenters and not of the company that they work for. So the objectives for this podcast are to discuss the changing world of field medical as it relates to the following three topics. MSLs, um, also known as field medical, why specialized training is a requirement and not an option, the MSL role today in emerging areas changing with the healthcare ecosystem and the importance of role differentiation. And our third topic, America's Got Talent and so does Field Medical, the importance of career path development and creating rotational opportunities. So with that, I would like to formally welcome our two panelists. And I'm moderator Robin Wintersperry, and I am the head of Global Field-Based Medical Excellence and Insights at Sanofi Genzyme, and would like to welcome both uh, Donna and Ralph. And so, Donna, if I could ask you to please introduce yourself, and then we'll turn it to Ralph to introduce himself. Please tell us your current position, how long in the industry, what made you want to become an MSL or field medical originally? Sure, Robin. I'm the head of the Global Field Medical Center of Excellence at Merck, and I've been in the industry for about 28 years in a variety of roles, but the majority of my experience is in medical affairs. And while I've had the opportunity to work in a number of disciplines within medical affairs, my passion is field medical. I think that the MSL role is one of the best in the industry. Um, you asked me what made me become an MSL. Well, I was in clinical development position and I'd met MSLs and was intrigued that they had a job where they could focus on becoming a scientific expert and talk about um, science with leading researchers and clinicians. And to me, it felt like that would be an amazing role to be able to keep up with the science and talk with experts. And, and you both have such a world of experience and really appreciate you being on this call and also as we're gonna talk about, uh, both co-chairing the program that we're gonna have coming up in Miami on March 8th. And so, Ralph, if I could ask you please to also introduce yourself and what your current position is, how long you've been in the industry, and as Donna did, what made you want to become an MSL originally? Thank you, Robin. Appreciate it. Uh, and yes, I've been in uh, industry for a bit of time as well. I'm just uh, concluding my 26th year um, in industry. And um, I, I love the field medical uh, area. Uh, I'm probably unique in the fact that I started as an MSL and I've never left the field medical area. Uh, so I've uh, had the opportunity to be a, an MSL, a uh, field director, um, a national lead, and now my current role is I am the um, uh, senior director of field medical excellence at AbbVie. So that's um, that's my my background in a nutshell. But really, why I wanted to become an MSL was really to, uh, if you if you had told me coming out of school that I could have a job where I could interact with the top thought leaders in a respective therapeutic area, have a dialogue, talk about research, talk about the treatment paradigms, talk about 
many different things, including access to medicines, um, and do that on a regular basis. And that was my sole job. Um, I'm sold. So I was, I was just very happy uh, to be in the MSL role, and uh, it continues to be just a wonderful area. And the reason I also stayed in field medical was that it's been ever-evolving. So in those 26 years I've been there, the job is has changed and evolved dramatically. So it's still an ever-changing aspect of the job. Well, I I thank you both because it's really so wonderful also to have you both co-chairing the program that we're going to talk about in a minute because, you know, one of the questions that always comes up is where can I go if I join field-based medical? First, what is it? And then if I joined it, how can my career path evolve? And both of you are are certainly examples of, of the great different opportunities that you can have as you evolve in those roles. So um, what can we expect at the annual global meeting on March 8th? And so, Donna, what what are your thoughts, and Ralph, because we have, for the first time, put together a specialized section for field-based medical as a prelude to the uh, the full annual meeting that's uh, coming up for MAPS, uh, the Global 2020 meeting. So what can we really expect, and why did you decide to do a separate field medical afternoon session prior to the annual global meeting? I'm so pleased that we're having a separate field medical program. There was huge interest last year in the field medical workshops. There was standing room only for a lot of the workshops. So we felt that it was important to build a program specifically focused on field medical areas of interest. So we've chosen some topics that we thought are of prime interest to the field medical group, and we're looking forward to um, having the session. Ralph, your thoughts? Yeah, thanks, Donna. You know, the the, uh, the other piece uh, that we received some feedback from last year, and that was our annual meeting in New Orleans, is that um, while the um, field medical sessions were uh, ongoing at the same time that there were other sessions related to medical affairs, and we received feedback that while they really enjoyed the, the field medical function, they wanted to see other aspects of, of medical affairs. And so that's why we took this as a separate program and did this prior to uh, the entire annual meeting. So it gives people in field medical the opportunity to see a lot of other things that are going on within medical affairs. So we think it's a great setup um, and we're really excited about the program. Yeah, so I know we're we're expecting a, a, actually a record-breaking uh, amount of attendees coming up for this meeting, and there's been a lot of interest in it. As you said, we've we've evolved a lot since last year's program. There's a lot of interest going into this program, and also a lot of opportunity for people to be networking and getting together. But if you two had to say there was one key takeaway that the attendees that are going to the program can expect, what would you say that one takeaway is, Ralph? Uh, We'll start with you. So I think of the three programs, what people will be able to walk away from this program is something tangible. So whether it's uh, something in, um, in in training, whether it's something about uh, the MSL role, or whether it's about retaining people, they're going to be able to get some information that when they go back to their offices and back to their jobs the following week, they'll be able to implement some of the things we'll be talking about. Excellent. And and Donna, what are your thoughts about that? What can people really expect if they can join us at that meeting and hopefully they'll be able to? You know, Ralph, you started 
stole my thoughts um, because I completely agree with you. I do think that there are going to be tangible takeaways. And the topics are quite different in that um, there's going to be something from each of the sessions that they're going to be able to take away. The last thing I would say is that this is a great opportunity for networking with the field-based medical group, um, with the record-breaking um, group that we're going to have there, the connections that people will be able to make and have discussions with one another and learn from one, one another is going to be invaluable. Well, and I think that is something, if I may, uh, that people always talk about. And, and in this industry that seems so large, we all know, especially those of us that have been in it for quite a few years, how small it really is and how important it is to have that infrastructure and to really build that field medical community. Well, I would like to take this opportunity to thank both uh, Ralph and Donna uh, for all the hard work they've been putting into this as well as the team that has been working on this program for field-based medical coming up on March 8th. Uh, we really hope to see you in Miami uh, for the full program, which is March 8th through 11th, uh, for both the field medical session and also for the MAPS annual global meeting, March 8th through 11th, 2020. And again, greatly appreciate uh, your time Ralph and Donna, and for everybody that has been listening in on this podcast. So thank you and hope to see you all in Miami.